This broadcast is part of the IC Robots Radio Network. Visit icrobots.com for this and many other nerd slash nostalgia related podcasts. You won't be sorry for long. to the Toys R Us report, recorded live from inside the Pooptronics Cellular Undersea Base 0001, 6.5 miles below the ocean surface. When he's down in the hood, he's in a good position. When he walks, they all salute. When he talks, they all listen. He's your host, IC Robots. If you're looking for me, you better check under the sea. It is your dude, Icy Robots, and I am not a hero, but I do sacrifice a bit of my week each and every week to make your week a bit less weak. And this week, I think it is going to get a lot less weak. We're gonna we're gonna do some catching up. We're gonna talk about fall. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about aging, Migos, what I've got since we were since last we were together. All kinds of good stuff. But uh, let's get the jump off, jump in, hit it. <laughs> You are listening to the Toys R Us report. We're useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. Warm apple night. It's a warm apple night. Warm apple night. It's a warm apple night. Warm apple night. It's a warm apple night. Just like that, I can feel my soul grow back. Hey, it's me, your dude, Icy Robots, and I am I am away from the underwater base this week. It is it is my birthday week and I am I am in the Redwood Forest right now, spending some time alone, spending some time thinking about about the process of aging, the changing of the seasons we're going. We're going into fall. We're having we're having warm apple nights. We're having the nights when you when you heat up some apples in the oven and you crumble graham crackers on top after after mixing in the sugar and such. We're we're heating up the apple cider. It's it's that time of year. It's lovely. The the leaves are falling. There are red leaves all over the trees, and I hear running wind sprints amongst the redwoods, trying to get my mind in place for for the upcoming birthday. This is so incredibly boring. Why did you ask me to come here? Iceberg, I asked you to be quiet, dude. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to talk about important things. It is dirty and those bugs are making a super annoying sound. You just gotta, you gotta try to get into it, dude. It's, it's relaxing. It's very, it's very rhythmic. Just, just try to enjoy the sound. 
Can we go back to the truck now? I'd like to return to town and rest. You want to return to the hotel and rest? Come on, dude. It's, we just got... We just got to the Redwoods. We're near where... We're near where George Lucas filmed Return of the Jedi. We could... We could probably poke around and find Endor. Maybe... Maybe we could find some relics, some Ewok fur or something. Oh, that stupid Star Wars that you are obsessed with. What is with you and that stupid movie? Which one is Return of the Jedi? It's the one where they blow up the Death Star the second time. Is that the one with the puppet Chewbacca babies? Yeah, the Ewoks. We're probably around where they filmed that movie. That is the worst one there is. It is worse than Phantom Menace. Dude, Return of the Jedi is not worse than Phantom Menace. Nobody even likes Phantom Menace. I quite like that one. Can we go to where they filmed that? I don't think you can go to where they filmed that. I think that I think that, that movie was like a cartoon or something. I think it was all like... All like CGI. I don't even. I don't even know if you can. Maybe we can go to Lucas Studios, but I don't think that. I don't think he'd let us in in the ranch if we if we asked. I don't know, maybe. Out of all the Star Wars that you made me watch, I believe I like the prequel ones the best. What? No, n- nobody above the age of like seventeen likes the likes the prequels best. Dude, you're tripping. Why? Why do you like them the best? My favorite characters are those brave robot soldiers who go, Roger, Roger. I almost cried servo fluid watching their noble sacrifice against those vile Jedis and rebels. They are the worst. Sometimes I think that you just kind of kind of want to think the opposite of what I think. Nobody thinks that the Jedis are vile or the rebels are bad. Come on, man. You're just you're just being contrarian. That's that's your MO on, on most of these things, right? Come on. Seriously. You you don't like the prequels the best. Of course I like them the best. And as a matter of fact, you like them the best as well. No way, dude. What are you talking about? You're you're tripping. Your most favorite one right now is a prequel. Nope, mm-mm, no way. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yes, fool. Rogue One is a prequel. It took place before that geek on the moisture farm even met that girl who got captured by the Trobart in black with the red laser sword. Do you mean Darth Vader? Darth Vader's not a robot, dude. He's... he's a man. He's that... he's that one that was Anakin in your beloved prequel. Wait, what? He got turned into a robot after he got melted. That must have been great for him. Going from a weak, tired human into a cool, scary, black-colored robot with a laser sword, he hit the jackpot. Nah, man, quite, quite the opposite. He always, he always rude being turned into Darth Vader, and he always felt like he lost his humanity, and he wanted, he wanted nothing more than to be able to regain it at the end if you... You're paying attention to the movie, man. They would have all all been quite clear. No, that is impossible. Nobody would ever feel like that. Once you see what it is to be robot, you would never wish to be human again. It would be like you devolving to a slug or something. So you're saying if I were somehow turned into a robot and I, I didn't like it, going back to being a human would be like turning back into back into a slug. <laughs> 
Man, uh, that's not very nice, Iceberg. You're comparing you're comparing my species to a slug. I I don't compare you to a uh, like a uh, blender or something. I would be flattered if you did. Compared to a flesh bag, a blender is a god. I don't know about all that, dude. How would you make your beloved protein shakes without a blender? You would die whereas no one would die with one less flesh bag on Earth. Wow, dude, this uh. This conversation is taking a turn for the mean. I, I don't want to argue with you, man. I was just coming out here to, to talk about aging, to talk about things I've learned in my in my many years, years here on Earth. Oh, yeah. Go ahead with that one. I am dying to hear what you think about things. This is going to be brilliant. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, try to be nice to each other. Pick up litter if you see it. Do good deeds as much as you can. Try to care for your fellow man. Be a responsible pet owner. Keep your keep your dog on a leash. Make sure to pick up all your dog's mess. It's not it's not cool. Donate things you're not using to people who might. Buy a bum a hamburger. I don't know. Just try to be a better person. Wow, that was great. Listen, fools. Don't do any of that stuff. What are you hippies? Do what you want. Don't listen to him, dude. He's just bitter because we're out in the woods and he's not happy. Just do do nice things. Be a good person. Be nice to each other. Up next, at the movies. In a moment, at the movies without Ebert, Siskel, or even that dude Roper. But you've got icy robots, so that's something, right? Stevie. How long have you been friends with those guys? A couple months. They're really cool. They're so cute. You're like at the age before guys become. You think you're pretty cool. You good? You're ghetto friends. You're just a little kid. Mid 90s. You alright? We went to see mid-90s on a Monday afternoon. It was just us and two other fools in the theater. The The movie is a period piece. That period being the mid-1990s, the, mid the days of like Wu-Tang Clan and Mob Deep and Beastie Boys cutting cutting records where they're playing guitars and stuff. It's... It's about skateboarding and listening to hip-hop and drinking 40 ounces and doing all that stuff. The film is the directorial debut of Jonah Hill, who you might know as an actor. He was in Superbad. He was in The Wolf of Wall Street. He was in Moneyball. I love the movie Moneyball. It's about the it's about the Oakland A's and their, their years of success with a low payroll. He... He was in that. He also he also wrote this film. I liked this quite a bit. It is, in my opinion, a future cult classic. I see this, well, not as good as this movie. I see this being like this, this generation's like Days and Confused. You know how when Days and Confused came out on DVD... Everybody started watching it. It became one of those regular things that you were checking all the time when it was on. When it was on Cinemax, you'd always jump in for a few minutes. Just a just a real classic coming-of-age story. And that is this 
for kids that were coming up in the in the mid 90s i can see this movie being huge once it hits like dvd and blu-ray and streaming and laserdisc and vhs i could see i could see this becoming a big cult favorite once it hits all the popular formats of the day the the story is the tale of a young grommet who is trying to break in and hang out with these with these skate guys who are all a bit older than he is he has he has a single parent home he lives with his mother, who is played by Catherine Watterson. I, I really like Catherine Watterson. You might know her from Alien Covenant. She's in that new Harry Potter deal. I don't I don't know anything about that, but she's in that new Harry Potter deal. She's been in all kinds of stuff. Inherent Vice. She was good in Inherent Vice. She plays his mom. Luke Hedges plays his, plays his brother. It's a real, real troubled upbringing. He's looking for... He's looking for acceptance from somebody and he's trying to find it from these from these skater guys. But the the real deal of the movie is just in the way that you observe the way these these kids are going through life. It doesn't have doesn't have like a real sharp direction. It doesn't have a real sharp story, but in watching it, you get to know them. You get to know them very well. They remind you of people that you knew. It's a uh, very as far as I recall it's a very accurate picture of that time in this period i was i was in my 20s you know bumming around this is probably this is like just post the the movie theater where i worked at a ua6 with gino vegas probably just past this i may have been working at the at the bradley video but i I knew a lot of dudes who were into that skate scene and the drinking 40s scene and all that stuff. And I I observed it and it appears to be a very accurate take on, on what I saw. I thought this movie was really dynamite. I think that it shows a really, really high potential for Jonah Hill as a filmmaker. He he plays around with some different ideas in this. For example, the the movie is in full screen. As opposed to widescreen, it's like 90s style VHS movie. It's a square, not like a uh, a long rectangle, which is which is kind of a you know it's a cute idea. It captures the captures the time, and you know the screen's so big, it doesn't really make a difference. It's it's still fine to watch if you if you feel like that might be a little bit of a turnoff to you. It's not. It's fine. I. I wonder if they'll release like a widescreen edit of this when it when it comes on Blu-ray. More than likely not, but you never know. I thought this was I thought this was a lot of fun. It'll play just as well on streaming or on VHS when it when it comes out. They should actually do a VHS release of this, considering it's got the the full screen format. I think this would be a nice nice little souvenir of the film. I I dug it. Let's see what's going on over on the on the tomatoes. Let's see what other people are saying about this. Right now on the tomato meter, it is 77 with the critics and 86 with the peeps. It's one that uh, plays better for the fan than the professional. It was written and directed by Jonah Hill. And as so far, it has made $3 million and it has a... Has a very short, very nice runtime of 84 minutes. That made me love it. Made me love it so much. I I felt like I wanted to see more. 
that left me wanting more, which is, you know, usually the opposite of what I feel. Usually I go see a movie and I'm like, criminy, this is, this is so long. But this one, I'm like, hey, that's great. Let's go. The sun's still shining. We went out. We did more stuff. I, I like this one, you guys. I, I recommend it if it's playing near you on the... I'm the good old-fashioned Source Magazine mic meter with one being a dud and five being an all-time classic. I give mid-90s a a real solid 3.5 3. 5 mics. 3.5 mics. Alrighty, tidy, whitey, lightning round in which I... In which I catch up on a few movies that I've fallen behind on in a in a rapid-like manner. The first movie is uh, The Predator. It was directed by Shane Black, who did The Nice Guys, which is a fantastic movie. I, I like The Predator. I am understanding that, for the most part, people seem to not. It was... It was comical. It was not an action comedy, but the... The movie did definitely have a funny tone. It was, imagine the nice guys, but it's also the Predator. I liked it. I thought it was fun. I went in not really, not really having high expectations. And the movie turned out to be a lot, a lot better than I thought it would be. 3.5 mics. The, the second one that I want to catch up on is a movie known as the House with a Clock in the Walls. It stars Jack Black and Kate Blanchett and was the greatest actor in the world, Kate Blanchett. It was directed by Eli Roth, the the director of Hostel, the director of Green Inferno, the the creator of Thanksgiving. He he got the chance to work with the greatest actor in the world, Kate Blanchett, in a in a family horror film. This was made for the younger set. We we had to go without 2.0. She actually asked us to leave the house because she was going to have a little uh little get together with some of her gal pals. They were going to they were going to play Nintendo Switch. So we had to go. This movie was playing. We hadn't seen it. We caught it. I it. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty fun. I thought it was pretty clever. Kate's great in it. Jack Black, I think, has the potential to win an EGOT. Now, do I think that will happen? I don't, but I think that it definitely, definitely is possible. An EGOT is an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. I think that he could, he could conceivably win all of those. Imagine a world where P.T. Anderson says, I want Jack Black to star in my next movie. If it happened, that could turn things around. Jack Black's a good actor. He is a talented performer. He can do serious stuff. He can do comedy. He can sing. I I think that he could conceivably get the EGOT. I give this movie... I give it three, three mics. mics. I thought it was fun. Uh, the, the next one up is a movie called The First Man. It is the follow-up to La La Land by by Damien Chazelle. It stars stars the baby goose himself, Ryan Gosling, as Neil Armstrong, the first man to the first man to walk on the moon. The movie is excellently put together. It is very well acted. It it gave me an all-new understanding of what it took for us to get to the moon. But the movie was super long. 
it was at a lot of points pretty boring. I almost I almost fell asleep, but all of the things that were in the movie were essential to the movie. It's just it's all played a bit a bit dry. You know how when you went to see Hidden Figures and it showed it showed this kind of a story but from a different angle? That movie was super upbeat. It had a bunch of catchy numbers and it turned out to be practically an all-time classic. It's a very good movie. This movie is sort of the opposite. It's very dry. The other one was showing these these sassy black women who can all do incredible mathematics. This one was this was the story of Dry's Toast Neil Armstrong and it has a lot of merit. There's a lot of merit to the movie, but it was it was pretty boring. I give that one 3 Three mics mic. as well. Kolchak the Night Stalker will not be seen tonight so that we may bring you the following special program. Watch Kolchak the Night Stalker next week at its regularly scheduled time. Miko presents Miko Watch 2018 and Beyond by Miko. Hey, it is me. We're back for a segment that we are we're going to call Migo Watch 2018 and Beyond. It has been it has been brought to my attention by by a good pal of the show, the dude at Engineer Nerd on the tweets that maybe I should make a segment header for Migo Talk because it's becoming it's becoming a regular thing and I'm like, you know, that's a good idea. I I'm down with that. So I spent like 45 seconds and I put one I put one out there at the at the beginning of this and Migos are still in full effect. I got I got a lot to say and I don't I don't even know where to start. Migos are of course the 8-inch action figure that rose to prominence in the 70s. They have made a comeback as a Target exclusive. They are they're re-releasing some of the popular older figures from the past like like Spock from Star Trek and Fonzie from Happy Days as well as as well as dropping some all new releases like like Norm and Cliff Clavin from from Cheers, and they have released some figures that people people wanted but did not get, like Sulu from Star Trek. It's great. We're all we're all having fun. It's a hoot. It's a hoot and a half. I got I got a Jimi Hendrix action figure. I never thought I'd have one before. I am I am partially obsessed. Obsessed is not maybe the the right word, but it is it is a word that may fit. I'm on the hunt let's say, for the the Mego Wave 3 releases, which consist of a of a Wolfman in a red plaid shirt that I have to have, a, a Captain Kirk in a green shirt that I have to have, and a couple that I have already come across, like a Romulan commander, a never-before-made Star Trek dude, and a, a re-release of the... The Cowardly Lion from The Wizard of Oz. I've come across those. There's also a there's a bigger a bigger figure of Superman that I that I'm into. Aside from the aside from the standard eight inch Amigo, they've also dropped a 14 inch line, and I I have one of those. I'll talk about that in a bit. But in this series, there is a Superman and a Flash, both of which, if I saw. 
I might be tempted into into getting. So far, like I said, I've only seen the Romulan Commander and the Cowardly Lion. A lot of people haven't seen any. They weren't they weren't supposed to drop until November November first, but some targets, it seems, mostly on the West Coast, were putting the figures out early and I've been going over there a couple times a week trying to trying to get a jump on the other fools who buy all the good ones and I happened to be there right place right time with these with these two that I wanted. I bought I bought one of each, but as I got home, I kind of I kind of started thinking I don't really even know if I want this cowardly lion. Nothing nothing against the Wizard of Oz, but it's not it's not something I I collect. So I I put it up on the the Mego Ambassador Facebook group. I offered it up. I said if anybody has anybody has a Gorn. A Gorn was a last series figure that I didn't get a, a Star Trek a Star Trek villain. I said if anybody has a Gorn, I'll just straight up trade this cowardly lion and somebody somebody came to me and said I will totally do that. So we we did that. We both mailed at the same time because we're trying to be like you know, good, trustworthy bros, and we both mailed, and we actually received them on the same day. He sent me a message saying I got yours, right when I was about to send a message to him saying I got his, and I got the Gorn. It's in great shape. It worked out. I was able to send somebody something that they wanted that I did not want, and I, in return, got something that they had an extra of that I, that I wanted. I opened the Gorn. I think he's, I think he's pretty neat. They released a Gorn originally in the, in the Star Trek Mego line, but this is a, this is a re-upped one that actually looks like the Gorn in the, in the original series. That's the villain that Kirk fought in the episode, the arena, where they're down, they're down on some planet, and it's like mano we mano with Kirk versus some lizard, lizard guy. He's the, he's the lizard guy. I got him. I, I like him. He has a nice gold shiny outfit. The head sculpt is real accurate to to the episode. I think I I also this is the first time I get to see like the Migo body because he his top has his shoulders out. And it looks like it looks like the left shoulder on him is broken and is only held on by held on by a pin. I've I've heard some complaints from people about the quality of the of the actual figures, but I've also heard people say, well, you know, Mego wasn't necessarily known for their quality back in the day as much as they were known for their, for their cool licenses and stuff, but he's, he's still dope. I put him up in my bridge display on the, on the earth base and he's, he's grabbing Kirk in a headlock. I got, I got all the dudes in there and they're all going at it. It looks like the, it looks like one baddie is coming out of the transporter. And Scotty is tackling him back in. And then on the other side, the Gorn's coming in and he's got Kirk in a headlock, but Spock's about to give him a Spock pinch. And I got Uhura's down. She's down by her stool, about to pop off with her blaster. It's a great, great little display. I only say great because I put it together. It's probably not that great, but it's it's still pretty fun when I when I look up there and it was fun to add another another villain to the uh to the fight. Alright, let's uh let's take a quick commercial break. This is this is the actual commercial for the bridge playset that I was that I was just talking about. Check this out. We'll be back in a sec. The Star Trek USS Enterprise gift set with command chair, console, three telescreen cards, and five Star Trek action figures. 
Place Mr. Spock or any Star Trek figure into the transporter room. Spin the control knob and press the button. Mr. Spock disappears. Pretend he's left the deck of the Enterprise for outer space adventure. You can capture the Klingon and bring him back to the Enterprise. Star Trek USS Enterprise gift set. Star Trek action figures also sold separately by Mego. It's such a fun playset. I hope that Mego comes out with some playsets for the for the new releases. I have heard talk of a transporter room slash engineering project, but I I don't know if that will that will come out. But it would it would be cool. I I got a few other Migos during this during this period of uh of being away away from the show for Halloween and whatever the the wife was taking the kid the kid 2.0 and her gal pal to the to the city that's what that's what we call San Francisco she was going to going to SF for a show and on the way back they were nice enough I didn't even ask they were nice enough to do it to stop at a couple targets on the way to see if there was anything that I did not have. One of them, she said, had no, no Migos at all. Another one just had the, had the same old ones that we have here. And the, the third one, which I believe was in, was in Novato, had a couple that I, that I did not get. And she, she picked them up for me. She got me the, the Star Child from Kiss, and also the the fourteen inch Batgirl. This was my this was my first foray into the into the fourteen inch figures. I I wasn't sure if I wanted to get into them. They they take up a lot of space, and the first ones that I saw weren't really that great. They had these issues with their necks, like their necks were elongated and such. But I. I hadn't really, I hadn't really dipped into it yet, but then I saw this Batgirl, and as we all know, I am a collector of Batgirl action figures. I got like, I counted when I put the new, the new 14-incher up there, I counted, and I, I think I had 24 or 25, there's only a few that have been put out by, I'm talking big toy releases, not, not things that are put out by the indie companies, while well, they may be dope. I'm just talking about the kind of things that are available over at the TRU or the Target or the KB, what what have you. I can only think of a few that I that I don't have. There was one from the Batman, the animated show that was on Cartoon Network in like 2004, The Batman. They they released a Batgirl and I don't have the the old school Mego Batgirl, but I want to want to have her. I even got I even got a Batgirl Barbie. I have the I have the Bigo 14 inch right here. I like that. I like that you can take her out and put her back into the box. It makes for for a decent display. I brought her brought her out the other day when I when I got her. I waited a few days and then I then I opened her. I wasn't sure what I would think. Sorry, I'm banging around here with the box, but I got the I got the box with me here. She's cool though. I. I'm not in love with the head sculpt. She looks a bit, she looks a bit frumpy. This is, this is the way back Batgirl, not the new, the new Batgirl of Burnside, or even like the Batgirl from like Arkham Asylum or whatever that game is. This is, this is the old school DC Batgirl. I, I think she's cool. She has a belt 
like a bat belt with a with a purse on the side, and she also comes with a batarang. I left the batarang attached to the inside of the box where where it came from. I sometimes bad about losing accessories, and this seemed like the like the safest option. I've kept her on display in her box that way. That way, she takes up the least space possible because the base of the box isn't that big around. It's tall. It's tall and thin, so it fits. It fits on the uh, the windowsill behind the uh, behind the Batgirl display. She has the same kind of articulation as an eight inch Amigo. She has like fourteen points. I I dig it. If they come out with other characters that I'm really into, I may I may get them. I. I want the Superman. I do want the Flash. I said that. I think that I also... I also might want to get the Harley Quinn. She's the old school Harley Quinn. Not the new... Not the new uh, video game Harley Quinn. The old Paul Dini Batman animated Harley Quinn. And if I see her, I might get her. I I think this Batgirl is definitely high quality. I also got the... I got the Star Child. I haven't opened him yet. I, I apologize. I'm banging around so much. I haven't opened the Star Child yet. I also got uh, Cliff from Cheers. I did open him up. The head sculpt is really good. It's 100% Ratzenberger. He has a he has a coat that says U.S. Mail on the side, a shirt, shoes, and pants. He, and he also he comes with a beer stein that has Cheers embossed on him. I. I think he's pretty cool. I have him on a shelf with with Norm, and it looks it looks great having these two figures. I never never thought I'd have Cheers Amigos, and now now they exist. A third a third wave figure that I forgot to mention was they're making Woody Woody from Cheers, aka Woody Harrelson, the the famed actor from Solo, the famed actor from Natural Born Killers. The famed actor from Zombieland. The famed actor from White Men. White Men Can't Jump. The famed actor from Disclosure. The famed actor from, what else? War of the Planet of the Apes. He was, he was in that, the... The famed actor from Kingpin. I wonder how long this could go on. He's he's been in a lot of things. He's had a he's had a very very successful career. The famed actor from No Country for Old Men. He was he was in that. The famed actor from Three Billboards. I I'll stop. I don't even know why that went on so long. But he has been immortalized as a as Amigo, and if I see him on the shelf, I will, I'll definitely get him another one that has been immortalized as Amigo that I neglected to mention was Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons from Kiss. These last two that I mentioned were ones from Wave 3, the brand new Wave 3 that I forgot to mention. They also, they also have Chachi as the continuation of the, of the Happy Days, the the head scope looks completely chachi. I haven't seen this one on the shelf, but if I if I did, I I would probably pick him up. It's not what I'm dying for, but I'm at the point where I'm kind of getting like all the all the dude ones. I also got Greg Brady. This is Greg Brady in the in the Hawaiian gear, like he was uh, in the vacation episode where they went to Hawaii and he found that 
He found that curse tiki. It's that one. I I like him a lot. It looks a lot like Greg, and he comes with a tiki idol necklace. I would like it if somehow the idol could fit in his hand, but it it does not. Still, though, it it's a pretty accurate depiction of the idol from the show, and the the shirt that he has is uh it's pretty accurate to the show. This one is cool to me too. He has this weird smirk on his face. He's like ha ha ha. I I like it. There's something about it that uh that makes me laugh. I took some pictures of Greg and I posted them over on icrobots.com. I also posted some pics of the Frankenstein. You can you can find those at icrobots.com. I'm trying to get like a Mego pick every week. I I try to get something on icrobots.com every day. So if you're not going there, make sure to check that out. That's I S E E R O B O T S. There's also a Marsha Brady. I I did a very poor job of going over all the the Wave Three figures. This is the Marsha from where she gets hit in the face with a football when they're when they're playing ball in the house. Those Bradys. Those Bradys, man, they were always playing ball in the house, and it was always, always causing chaos. Let's, let's see, is there anything else in Mego Watch that is, that is worth mentioning? Oh, yeah, I made another trade on the Mego Ambassadors group. I went, I went back to the Target to see if they had put out any, any Wolfman. The Wolfman is the one that I want above all others, but they hadn't, but they did, they did put out a couple more Romulan commanders, and the, the Romulan commander that I left was still there as well, they had three, it looks like, it looks like the interest wasn't that high in the, in the figure around these parts, I'm big on leaving, leaving them there for the dudes that, that live in my area, some guys on the Migo Ambassador group, you know, God bless them, they buy all all the cool ones and they they send them to people they know on the group. They trade them on the group or they they sell them at cost on the group. God bless them, but I I like to leave some for the for the local guys. It's just that's just me, but it had been a couple weeks and nobody nobody had gone for these Romulan commanders, so I thought maybe I'll grab another one and I'll I'll see if anybody has any any interest on it on the group. So I I took a pic of it while I was in the store. And I posted it on the group, and I said, if anybody has a card to Dracula, I'll swap them for a Romulan commander. And somebody immediately shot me a message and said, yes, I'll do it. So so I bought the additional commander. There's still two left. Don't worry. I left some. I left some for the other Santa Rosa homies. This is the target on Santa Rosa Avenue, if you hear this. Um, I, I shipped out the commander to him the next day, and he said that he shipped out the Dracula. The same day, it has not yet... Has not yet got to the Earth base, but I am certain that it will. This is this is a pretty cool group of people. I can't imagine somebody ripping off Amigo Bro. I'm sure it'll happen at some point, but I haven't I haven't heard anybody say yet that they've been ripped off by anybody in any form. So I expect the Dracula here. Let's let's uh I have the computer all booted up. Let's let's see if I can find out where it is. He sent me the tracking the tracking info, as do I. If you trade with me, I will always get the tracking info to you, and I will ship on the next available postage day. Let's see. USPS.com. 
Let me enter the numbers. Type, 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 type. And now I hit enter. And it looks like the Dracula should be should be at the Earth base tomorrow. That's great. If you're if you're wondering why I want another Dracula, if you've been paying attention, you saw that I, I went through this whole rigmarole in getting my hands on one before I was finally able to. I I just want another one, just in case something happens to the one. I, I'm going to put it away. I have this bin in the uh, Earth-based garage where I put some figures away that I think that I'll want in a few years. You know, some extras. There's not there's not a lot out there, but I I think that in the uh, in the upcoming years I might want another Miko Dracula. You never know, man. I got the I got the one that I have out there on my on my Halloween display. I might want another one. For the office, I know not, but I think that it's a, I think that it's a marvelous figure, just, just absolutely fantastic. The best one in the, in the series so far, if you are, if you're asking me, I think that, I think that's about it for Mego Watch. I, I'm still looking for that werewolf if I, if I find one by the time I finish up the process of recording the show, I'll... I'll definitely let you know. You never know, man. Anything's possible. Hope springs eternal. So until next time, this is Mego Watch 2018 and beyond. Please drop by supportthereport.com and consider becoming a show patron for as low as a measly dollar a month. It's the right thing to do. You made it this far. It's time. The final segment, the Icy Robots Radio Pop Culture slash Toy News slash Other Boring Stuff Informational Moment. Alright my dudes, we are back for what is the final segment of the show. This is the one where I talk about like things I bought or things I watched or things I might have Things I might have read, I don't know. This is, this is the incidentals during this segment. We also, we also take voicemails or, and or, I guess, text messages. If you feel like participating with the, with the show in that manner, you can reach us at 707-532-JAMS, J-A-M-S, or 5267-532-5267. It's a... It's a voicemail recorder, you know, like one of those, one of those are realistic from, from Radio Shack. It has a, has a tape. And if you want to, you can be part of that tape and I can add it to the show or you can send a text message. It's a miraculous device. It also, it can also record text. Let's, let's see what we got in the good old box as we, as we, it's been a minute. I... I apologize. I get get a behind on this. Let's see what um. It's taking a second for these to load. It has to, it has to print out. And it goes. Here we go. Here is one that says, "Up ISR. What are your thoughts on the new CW shows? I love the new seasons of Flash and Arrow. Is so good. Daredevil season three was phenomenal. Did you see?" Let us know. I I'm digging the CW so far. We're all caught up on the Flash. I I always enjoy the Flash. I'm a couple behind on Green Arrow. I've only seen the pilot, but I but I dug it. Riverdale 
is a lot of fun. I'm really digging Riverdale. I haven't seen any of the Legends of Tomorrow. I know... I know I'm going to watch one today. I, I read a really good write-up on Legends in uh, Entertainment Weekly the other week. They they say it's a show not to be missed, and I agree. I think that I think that it's fun. That was out from our dude, Gabe. Gabe is a Patreon. We got, we got another one. Let's see. I love those uh, Pooptronics figures. I'm going to have to get some in the future if they are available. Are there going to be more Pooptronics toys? Yes. In the future, there is going to be a single-carded IC Robots release. I guess they they control the rights to my likeness, and they are going to they're going to release that at some date. I don't know. They haven't like scanned me, like three D scanned me or anything. So I don't know. I don't know what this is going to entail. I have no idea when it's going to come out. It's just something something they informed me of. There are a couple of the Space Pirate Attack sets left. If you are interested in getting one of those, hop on over to icrobots.com. Go down the sidebar. There's a category that says merch. You'll find it in there. That is, that's a neat collector piece. I am presently working on another cool collectible piece. You'll hear about that in the, in the upcoming weeks, but it's another one. Another one that is not to be missed. Available now from Electronics Toys. This case I would attack an action figure to place it. They are blowing us up. They're not blowing us up, Iceberg. It looks, it, the shields are still holding. Are, are, is everything okay? Are the shields holding? They are at 37% efficiency, sir. Snoogans. Okay, we're going to have to do something. They're softening us up for an attack. Let's move those desks over near the doors. Come on, let's go. The first ever release from Electronics Toys. The Space Pirates Attack, available now at icrobots.com, while supplies last. There are still a couple of those left. Hit me up if you are, if you're interested. I know you are, dude. I know you want these. Take, take the plunge. You'll, you'll feel good about yourself. Let's, let's see. We also got another, oh, another, another text just came in. Let me... Let me, uh, let me pull this one up. This is from, uh, 2600 Pickles. He is, he's a good pal of Vic Sages. They, I think they, they live in the same town. He's, he's one of those Arcadia Retrocade homeboys. He said, yo, I see robots. Halloween was insane in the membrane. It woke up in a bed of Reese's wrappers covered in fake blood. I had to have Vic Sage relay what madness happened on All Hallows Eve. I cannot wait until next year. That, that sounds pretty wild, man. I, I don't know what to say. I don't know. I don't know, but at least it didn't wake up in a in a bed full of bloody membranes, insane membranes. Instead, it was just candy. The worst that happened is you ate too much. I I was there myself. I broke the I broke the sugar embargo. There is there is one maybe two days a year where you can fully throw all embargoes aside and do as you wish. And Halloween is one of those. I ate many, many, many mini Twix bars, and when I woke up today, I, I felt kind of gross, I, I went for a bike ride, I sweated it out, I feel, I feel much better now, Mr. Pickle, thank you for, thanks for, uh, thanks for shooting up a message, man, I appreciate, I appreciate everybody who does so, if you would like to, you could reach us at 707-532-5267-532-JAMS. We got a voicemail this week, too. Let's, uh, 
Let's give that a listen. There we go. Let's see. Alrighty. Hello, ISR. This is uh, Patreon Gabe. Leave me a message. I'm halfway through my uh, my, my twenty twenty five episode. You know, been session that I'm doing. You know, I'm I'm just uh, trying to get through it. I'm on episode ten, listening to the Burt Reynolds episode. Oh, it's freaking amazing. I remember watching Cannonball Run as a kid, and you know, I wasn't big into it. Like, I mean, I was big into it, but I was like way too young, like five years old when I watched it. So I was like. I liked it, but uh, I was more of like a Star Wars fan back then, but I, you know, Cannonball Run was pretty good. I gotta get into it and watch it again. And I just want to say I can't wait for uh, the notorious Gino Vega coming back, but I don't know with the news of uh, the big dog having leukemia. I don't know if he's in the mood for a podcast lately. We'll see, but uh, loving the undersea base and, you know, try to, try to stay out of trouble. You and I take care of my man. See ya. Thanks for calling in. You you broached a subject that I was that I was uh, I don't know. I didn't I didn't know how to broach it. That is that is the recent announcement that Roman Reigns is vacating the WWE Universal Championship because he has he has been stricken with leukemia. He apparently has had this problem in the past, and it's. It's recently come back, and I, I like many people, am saddened by this. I don't want to see anybody, anybody be sick. I want everyone to be happy. I want everyone to be healthy. Roman Reigns never bothered me, man. He never bothered me like he bothered some people. I, I haven't had the chance to, to talk to Gino about, uh, about how he feels. I, I can't imagine that he feels. That he feels great about it. I haven't seen him online very much recently, and I, I wonder if this this might have something to do with it. He's really into this guy. When I was, when I was over at his pad the other week, you you would have heard some of this on the on the patron only show, the POS number two. I was over there, and I was surprised at the amount of Roman Reigns memorabilia in his in his family room in the main. In the main family room, you know, we all have, we all have our nerd rooms where we keep our nerdy stuff, but he had, he had like this giant lithograph of Roman Reigns holding the universal belt right behind his, right behind his couch. And he has this, he has this fantastic new kitchen with all the, all the latest appliances, all the fanciest blades. It was, it was gorgeous. And right, right on the, on the counter was a, was a life-size bust. Of Roman Reigns' head. I, I don't even know where you'd get such a thing. It it may have been something he crafted himself. I I don't know. So I can only imagine that uh that our dude's in, in rough shape. If you'd like, send him some send him some love at Sensational Vega on on the tweets. You can find him on you can find him on Facebook as well. I I hope bro's doing alright. I've reached out a few times, but I haven't heard back. It's Dark days over at Sensational Manor. It's dark days in all our hearts, man. Nobody wanted to see the big dog get sick. Mm, we got we got one more. I think I think we got time. Let's take this final one. Let me boot it up. Alright, here we go. Hello, I see robots. It is me, AB Silver. I understand that you have been trying to book me for your show. I am sorry but at the present time I am unable to accept the invitation. My good friend Hollywood icon, J5 and myself, 
are currently maxing and relaxing on Risa. You know, the pleasure planet from Star Wars Next Generation. It is quite nice. So I just wanted to call and tell you that I am unable to come on at the moment. Take care of yourself and try to stay dry. Water is quite gross. You must really miss space. Smell you later, my friend. Dude, A.B. Silver, it's not Star Wars Next Generation. It's Star Trek Next Generation and the Pleasure Planet is called Riza, not Riza. I hope, I hope you're having fun. I hope that you can... I hope they can come on at some point. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't really care if you do or you don't. And yeah, we miss space. We try to have fun when we're down in the, the undersea base, but it's, it's not the same, man. It's not the same, not the same as being in space. I, I was at the flea market the other week and I picked up something from a toy that I thought was super duper duper wacky that I had never, not never heard of in the entirety of my life. I picked up a JJ Arms, that's J period, J period, A-R-M-E-S, accessory pack. It is, let me grab it so I can go over what's in here. It's a small red briefcase, and when you open it up, let me, let me pop it open. I want to do this correctly as to not damage it. Let me open up, dang it, my... What a blooper this is. It's just not opening for me. Let me open up. Let me get a pair of pliers. There it is. It opened up. You get two suction cups, a pistol, a hook, a bigger pistol, and a what appears to be a magnet. I do not know if you are familiar with this mid-70s low-level celebrity known as J.J. Arms. When J.J. Arms was a youth, he was messing around with some explosive devices that he found at a, at a railway station, and he, well, to be frank, he blew both of his hands off, and... He didn't let this keep him down. He became a private detective to to a nice level of success. He he got some network TV appearances on like that's incredible and shows of that type. And this this led to him having a minor celebrityhood for a while. And this celebrityhood led to Ideal making an action figure for him. This action figure had it had well replaceable hands that you could put onto the onto the end of JJ's uh, wrists, and one of them was like a gun, one was a hook, he had suction cups so that he could climb walls, it was a super duper wacky figure. Now you can play world's greatest investigator with JJ Arms, the action figure with interchangeable hands. For today's mission, pretend to find the missing atomic warhead, changing to suction cups, you can make JJ scale an abandoned shed. Using hooks, JJ slides down, hot on the trail, now, quickly switching to J.J.'s magnetic hand, you recover the missing warhead. J.J. Arms comes with everything you see from Ideal. It's pretty wacky stuff. J.J. himself came with a came with a couple hooks. He wanted to get this. He wanted to get this bonus accessory set. I I dig the suction cups. I think that would that would have really like uh, thrilled me as a kid. I, I was into suction cups. I like sticking various things to to windows. I like that one. It was like a monster, and you would throw them at the windows, and the the cups would stick. I I like that guy. But I I think I would have had fun with JJ Arms. To be honest with you, his his hook is pretty neat. It opens and closes. The one that came in the 
accessory pack, if you foodle with the side of it, it, it opens and closes, and he has two, two six shooters. It's, it's pretty wild, though. I, I can't imagine this getting, getting made today. I don't know how tall JJ Arms, the action figure, is. Let's, let's find out. I wonder if he is on a Mego scale. He's definitely bigger than a than a G.I. Joe real American hero, but I don't know... I don't know if he's quite Mego size or if he is more like the $6 million... No! He's an 8-inch figure. You know, I may get myself a J.J. Arms. Let's see... Let's see what the J.J. Arms figure goes for on... on the eBay right now. J.J. Arms... Let's type, type, type. Let's put ideal. JJ Arms by ideal. You can get, you can get a JJ for 40 bucks. That's one that's in pretty good shape. So I'm going to sell this hook for 27 bucks. This might be one of those deals where people have things priced high. But who knows what somebody, somebody will pay. I, I could go with an incomplete JJ Arms because I have this. Because I have this one, let's look at the solds and see if anybody's bought any of these. For for the solds, somebody got a JJ for 42 bucks with a couple accessories. Here's one for 20 bucks. Somebody bought. I guess you just gotta I guess you just gotta keep your eyes open. And sometimes they will pop up at a lower at a lower price. I really like I really like wacky toys. I don't think there's enough wacky toys in the world right now. Not not anything to to this degree. What else? What else is cracking? I got this from this homie that sells at the flea market now. He has he has a twin brother and they both get separate booths and they have they have some of the neatest pop culture stuff around and their prices are really 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 low. He is the homeboy that I got the the Rimco mini monster case from at the at the toy show. He has a dollar box that always has a lot of stuff in it. I'd like to go in his house and see what he has. See what he has in there. He's a nice guy too. He's fun, fun to talk to. They have a comic book spinner rack for sale in their in their flea market booth. He wants two fifty for it. I would definitely, definitely like to have a comic book spinner rack. I don't know where I would put it. Probably out in the garage with the with the Miss Pac-Man machine, I think. It would be be pretty cool out there. They're nice. They're really great. They don't they don't use them so much anymore. So I feel like if you if you get the chance to get one, you might want to get it. But 250, that's a bit more than I than I want to spend. If you wanted like 150 or one, if it was one, I would definitely scoop it up. 150, I would I would definitely think about it. I wonder if I could talk them down to 150. That's something to Something to consider. It would be a nice, a nice centerpiece for this, for this, uh, area I'm trying to put together in my garage. I, just this past week, dropped the POS. That's the patron-only show, Numero Dose. You can, you can check that one out. It's on Patreon. I am working hard at getting one of those out every other week. So far, so far, so good. It's pretty cool as far as a concept goes. You get to, you get to see a little bit more behind the scenes of what it's really like at IC Robots Radio. I, I record some stuff when I'm in my garage, ripping videos from VHS. I record me when I'm playing Miss Pac-Man, me when I'm like 
just cruising around doing stuff. There's there's bits from the movie theater. I got this a recorder, this portable digital recorder, and I just I bring it with me and I record from the dig. I recorded some stuff from the McDonald's. I recorded some stuff from a high school football game I went to the other day. You wanna you wanna get down with that. The POS is a pretty fun show that's getting getting pretty rave reviews so far. And you can check that out for only as little as a dollar a month. Now, of course, I would like it if you gave more. Give as much. Give till it hurts. Consider becoming a show patron. You can find all this at supportthereport.com. There's that there. There's some episodes of Real Wisdom. There's some mixtapes I've made. There is so much extra material at supportthereport.com. If you do that, I recommend downloading the Patreon app. It's really the easiest way to listen to the stuff that you get. Of course, you can just go download it on uh, off your desktop, transfer it to your phone. You can also do that. All the all the files there are available for download. You can take them, you can keep them, you can own them. They're not only available on Patreon. They are they're there for you to take, there for you to enjoy. Supportthereport.com. You can be down with that for as little as a dollar a month. What else? Next week, next week we're going to have something fun, something I've been working on for a while. I'm going to drop the next episode of This Boring Life. It is This Boring Life number 11. It's about bikes. Yes, bicycles. I've been foodling around with this episode for for a really long time, and finally, it is done. It's a lot of fun. We start off with some elementary school bike tales. We tell tales of me riding bikes later in life. I love riding a bike, and you're going to hear all about where I got my first bikes, what kind of bikes they were. It is, it's really great. A lot, a lot, a lot of neat memories. That is going to be coming out next Wednesday, so... Until we speak again, this is me, Icy Robot, signing off. This is the Toys R Us Report, episode number 174. Until we speak again, if you don't know, now you know. Because we only have one rule on this team. What is that rule, Twiggy? E-L-E. That's right, E-L-E. What does E-L-E stand for? Everybody love everybody. Everybody love everybody. Right there up on the wall. This has been an IC Robots Radio production. IC Robots Radio is a listener-supported in Dehar. If you like what we do and we make your day a little easier, please consider tossing a few bucks our way to help keep the life support running. All money collected goes to help us prepare for future space pirate attacks. Go on over to supportthereport.com for all the details. Thanks and have a great week. Allowing anxiety to overcome you will only hinder the efficiency of our efforts.